This podcast contains many, 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 many movie spoilers. Consider this your warning. Okay, you have now been warned. Enjoy. During the movie. Welcome to No Texting During the Movie, the podcast where my husband started a podcast so I would watch movies with him. Each week we take turns choosing a film to watch, analyze, and review. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry you haven't found a better podcast. I am your host, Tori. And I'm Matt. And Matt, what movie did we watch this week? We watched the classic Legally Blonde. Did you like this movie? Yes, I love this movie. It was delightful. I haven't seen it for a long time. And I just, as I was watching the movie, I I laughed, I cried, I enjoyed, I... You know, it's it's taking my mind off the election. Am I right? <laughs> yes. It was it was great. It was great. I have I've plenty to unpack here. Well, I liked it as well. I chose it because it is one of my favorite older movies. I remember watching it the day I turned thirteen. Why was that, by the way? You know, I was allowed to watch PG thirteen movies when I turned thirteen. So. So did you of... just binge watch a bunch of? PG-13ers when you, uh, at, at your birthday? I definitely had a list, yeah. So, nice. Um, this was one of them, and I've loved it ever since. It's one of those movies that you just have to watch every couple years to remember. To bend. And snap. So, let's go ahead and start with the synopsis of the movie. Elle Woods has it all. She wants nothing more than to be Mrs. Warner Huntington III, but there is one thing stopping him from proposing. She's too blonde. Elle rallies all of her resources and gets into Harvard, determined to win him back. So, Matt, what was your cringiest scene of this movie? Um, I had a couple cringy scenes. Uh, I'll just go down the list. So, basically, my first cringy scene, it's not really a scene. It's just something that happened in the movie that bugged me. I feel like It is a cardinal sin that if you have a pet name for a girlfriend and you guys break up, you should never transfer that pet name (laughs) to another girlfriend. Agreed. And so the moment where he called his new girlfriend Pooh Bear, which he was calling Reese Witherspoon's character, Elle Wood, um, previously when they were dating was was um, unacceptable to me. So I immediately cringed because I was like, dude, you called your ex Pooh Bear. You cannot call your new girlfriend Pooh Bear. That's psycho. <laughs> and my next cringy scene, you know, the jury's kind of out on this one. I don't know if it's cringy or not. I'll let the um, I'll let the listeners make the decision. Forgive me. I don't know names, but the girl that she is defending. Do you remember her? The only reason I know her is because she was in Final Destination, but um, I can't remember her name. But she's the girl that Elwood ends up defending in this case, this murder case. She trusts Elle, so she tells her the alibi, right? Brooke Wyndham. Brooke Wyndham. And the reason she is, um, her alibi is basically the day of the murder, she was getting liposuction. What? I was getting liposuction. Oh, God! No. I know, I'm a fraud! It's not like normal women can have this ass! 
And I feel like, you know, maybe it's because this movie is 2001, um, less of a body positive time, I feel like, less of a time where, you know, you can go get some work done and and, and, and back then people are probably going to judge you. Nowadays, everybody's like, hey, if you feel beautiful doing it, then go for you, you know, go for it. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that that made me cringe because she was willing (laughs) to go to jail for murder because she didn't want anybody to know that she had liposuction. Mm. (laughs) And I just thought that was insane. Mm -hmm. So a little cringeworthy for me. Um, you know, hey, if you got a little cheese curd going on and you feel like you need to get some <laughs> some liposuction, you do you, girl or guy. But um, so that's overall a little cringy for me. And then my third cringy scene is honestly the moment where the professor... Callahan. Callahan. Professor Callahan is hitting on Elle and, you know, touches her leg or whatever and... That was just oh, and and then and then the girlfriend sees it. Um, Selma Blair's character, Vivian, sees it from the door, and I hate when that happens in movies. I hate in movies when something is you know something's happening between two people, and it's misunderstood by a third party, and then you just want to jump up in your seat and say, "No, Vivian, <laughs> Vivian, come back." That's not what it was supposed to be. But then Vivian is going down the hall, and she thinks Ella's you know sleeping with the professor, and it's just. It's messing up everything, and I just wanted to jump in and intervene and fix it and say, Vivian, I was hiding behind the bush the whole time, and I saw that that was not requited flirting. Um, but there was nothing you could do about it. But there it. was nothing but that I could do but just sit in my seat and... And, cringe. And, and, pray, and cringe and pray that Vivian would, would, would find truth. <laughs> and she did. So She that, most certainly did. That was definitely one of my cringiest scenes as well. Um, I felt the same way that you did, just wanting to jump in there and say, stop. Um, so another cringy scene, in my opinion, um, was the very beginning. From the start when Elle Woods is going on the date with Warner. Okay. She walks down the stairs and there's the whole sorority lineup. Like, do sorority girls all line up like that every time someone goes on a date? Absolutely not. Maybe they do. Maybe, like, girlfriend support. Yeah, which is cra- which is crazy and cringy. Did you ever want to or think about being in a sorority? Absolutely not. Why not? I just couldn't do the foo-foo. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of foo-foo bullshit going on. Ooh, did you mean for couldn't do the foo-foo to be, like, a sick tagline? Because it is. It's great. No. Okay. <laughs> um, so from the beginning of that scene, when she goes down the line and then she, and then so Ellen Warner are, you know, at dinner and he breaks up with her and her crying during that dinner is so cringeworthy because I could only imagine being someone in that restaurant. If I'm going to be a senator, well, I need to marry a Jackie, not a Marilyn. <laughs> so you're breaking up with me because I'm too blonde? No, that's not entirely true. Then what? My boobs are too big? Your boobs are fine. So when you said that you would always love me, you were just... She was making a spectacle. Yeah, she was just like screeching. Yeah. And I'm watching this going on like, please stop or leave the restaurant. That was super cringy. And then he goes, you get the car, I'll get the bill. 
definitely the cringiest scene. Can I just make a comment on the opening scene of the movie? Um, I feel like the opening scene of the movie was written by a 13-year-old boy. Now, let me let me unpack that. Um, I've lived with you for four years, and you're not a messy person. But I will say that uh, the opening scene where they're panning through the the sorority, everything is so clean. It goes into the shower. Everybody's in their underwear and a big poof of like, you know, smoke comes out. And it just it looked like a 13 year old boy's fantasy. And <laughs> I know in my heart of hearts that, that this a, was your fantasy. No, that. <laughs> I know in my heart of hearts that if you were to go into a sorority, it would not look as pristine and put together as it. There, there would yeah. be clothes all over the place. You know, there would be tampon wrappers laying around. There would be, I don't know what else. I've never been in a sorority, but I know it wasn't clean. I know the bathroom was probably trashed and that place was, um, you know, I was a janitor for a few years. I know what the girl's bathroom looks like. It's not a pretty place. It's not a place you want to visit. It's definitely not any sort of fantasy land that you could think of. Yeah. <laughs> Complete opposite of what the movie portrayed. Hondo P. <laughs> so what was your favorite scene? I have two favorite scenes. The first uh, favorite scene is her dorky classmate is he's basically asking, I hope I didn't steal yours, but he's basically asking these two girls if they, you know, want to go on a date or maybe he's just asking one of them and they're just making fun of him and Elle happens to be walking by. Excuse me. you call me? What? We spent a beautiful night together and then I never hear from you again? I... I'm sorry? Sorry for what? For breaking my heart or for giving me the greatest pleasure I've ever known and then just taking it away? Uh... Both? Well, forget it. I've already spent too many hours crying over you. And it just shows that Elle is a great person. She's sticking up for, you know, she sticks up for the little guy. And um, these girls are immediately enticed by this story. They're immediately drawn to him, attracted to him. And uh, they want to see, you know, what what they're potentially missing out on. So Underneath the cardigan. Yeah, what's going on underneath that cardigan? And um, Elle Elle just, uh, she she really, you know, she really took one for the team and and, um, maybe got this guy a kiss at the end of the night. You never know. Maybe something more. Maybe a hug. Maybe some hand-holding. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh that was my, one of my favorites i had two favorites oh my um, other favorite i i didn't do my other favorite this is my other favorite i hope not but <laughs> um the bend and snap scene not not the dance scene but the scene later on where she meets the package guy is and that bra- your and breaks his nose is that your other favorite uh, yeah oh that sucks okay well that's okay we can have the same i'll pick a new one it's okay <clears throat> Okay. I have enough. I have enough favorite scenes in this movie. The reason that is my favorite scene is because she does the bend and snap and he she, she headbutts him and totally knocks this out, but her face when she comes back <laughs> up it's like you just headbutted another man, but her face is as if she it didn't even register and it's just total joy and excitement. <laughs> She's just ecstatic and then it cuts away to the next scene, but it's just the idea of you just headbutted this man and uh, you know, broke his nose, but but you were so excited about performing this legendary bend and snap that you um that you were it didn't even phase you. 
So and that we, made me laugh. Can we just talk about that scene a little bit more? Um, because it just, it was so funny. From the beginning of that scene, when they're both smiling at each other, and their faces are moving, but their smile stays in the same spot. Yeah. And he's making some awkward smiles, and then she's just like, her face is, feels like it's plaster. <laughs> Contorted. Yeah. And Taking then, the dog. I'm taking the dog, dumbass. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do one, <laughs> Just one, time one impression. Uh, and then she drops the pen, and it's a white pen, and you see her white shoes, and you're like, I knew this was going to happen. 100%. Just so predictable. So I would say another... One of my favorite scenes when I was just dying laughing was the original Bend and Snap when Elle shows everyone in the nail salon and then they everyone's dancing and having a good time and you look over and there's, and there's the lady random... in the purple jumpsuit. Oh, okay. And she's dancing. She's break dancing. She's break dancing. And it was just such a joyful moment of like, <laughs> I wish I was I wish I was there. My favorite is you pan over and there's randomly a gay guy just doing the bend and snap as well. <laughs> And he's just so committed and so into it. And he shows up out of nowhere and it's it's comedic gold oh, for no that. reason. <laughs> he's just, everybody's doing the bend and snap and then it pans to this guy with brown hair and he's doing it too. And it's like, where did you come from? It was, it was good. Oh, that's good. That's good. So what was your what the heck scene? My what the heck scene wasn't narrowed down to a single scene. Um, my what the heck scene, I watched this movie when I was a lot younger for the first time. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'll be honest. Um, Elle Wood, I just kind of chalked her up as a dumb blonde, um, Mm -hmm. because that was like the stereotype that she was supposed to be in this movie. So as a young kid, I I never even really liked this movie because I'm like, oh, that's about that annoying blonde girl that like, you know, goes to college or whatever, blah, 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 blah. I'm way too cool for this movie. But um, as I watch it back, Elle is nothing but delightful throughout the entire movie, start to finish. You know, she's just a bundle of joy. There's there's nothing really... She's ditzy and stuff like that, but like there, there's nothing wrong with being a little ditzy, especially if you're a loving, kind human being. And that's all she displays throughout this whole movie. And so I'm very pro-Elwood. And my what the heck is... Uh, why was everybody so mean to her as soon as she got to Harvard? I understand that they're all smart people and, you know, they're well-educated and they're not used to, you know, a student council, sorority girl type, but she was nothing but kind to everyone. So what the heck? Why was everybody so mean? I did not enjoy that aspect of it. And I feel like it's a sign of the times a little bit. Like, I feel like it's very uncool these days in 2020 to be a d- for no reason to somebody. Um, but back in 2001, you know, it was harder times. If you were a preppy person or whatever, you were going to get uh, made fun of. So it was probably just like um, it didn't age well in that way. But everybody was so mean to her and I hated that. So anyways, Tori, what was your what the heck? So my what the heck moment of this movie it was after Callahan posted his list of interns um, and Elle finds out that she's on the list. Um and Warner and Vivian already knew that they were on it and they were kind of hugging in the hallway and she turns around and walks over and she goes, Oh, Warner, do you remember when we spent those four amazing hours in the hot tub together after winter formal? (laughs) 
And then he goes, oh, yeah, no, and was super awkward. Um, And he kind of does this like smirk. And then she walks in between them and she goes, well, this is so much better than that. Excuse me. I have some shopping to do. And I was like, first, I was like, what the heck? Not because of that scene, but because who spends four hours in the hot tub? I just started thinking like, oh, they probably had heat stroke. Like I started panicking of like, what the heck? I can't spend 30 minutes in a hot tub. Right. So there's, that's not realistic. And most of the movie could be realistic. Essentially, like maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not really, but go go on. Most most of the movie, I could put myself in the shoes and just be like, "Oh yeah, this this is what it could be like, right?" But for that scene, I was like, "No way!" But the four hours in the hot tub was just no way. Overheating not enjoyable, not pleasant, not realistic. I mean, you're probably going to have to go to the bathroom. You know, I hope they weren't poo-poo and peeing in the in the hot tub because that would could turn into a real sort of um UTI situation. Well, apparently there's enough chlorine to keep, really? you, keep you good. Wow. At least for number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want a floater in there. <laughs> so on to the next segment, Date Mary Make Disappear Forever. The three characters that we are going to choose are Vivian Kensington, Warner, and Mr. Callahan. Warner is Luke Wilson, right? No. Warner... Warner is oh, the, boyfriend. the boyfriend in the beginning. Pooh Bear Boy. Oh, gosh. You go first. I would date Mr. Callahan. Ugh. He <laughs> He's not the greatest guy, but, you know, he's wealthy, and I'd go on a date or two with <laughs> him, and it you would be fine. You all about the wealthy dates. That is not true. That I just, has been true for every episode. No, it hasn't. <laughs> also, like... look at your other characters you have. There's plenty to work with here. Vivian okay. and Warner. I wouldn't want to date either of them. So okay. I, I had to choose. And okay. I chose him because he's older but good looking. He's gonna He might be a little creepy, but like <laughs> that's okay. He's gonna be forward. I'm gonna press you on this because what is this, what are you gonna do with this guy? He's gonna take you to like a jazz club or something or Yeah, go to a jazz Maybe little... he'll take you golfing. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> Have a nice beverage while we're golfing and then never see him again. All right. Um, Mary, I would marry Vivian Kensington. What? Okay. Explain. She is, <laughs> she's she a, sucks. No, no, listen, listen. Okay, go ahead. I have my reasoning. All right. She's a bitch, but she's loyal. That sounds like a Kanye song or something. She, she came around at the end. She did come around at the end. I'll give her, I'll give her that. She has a lot of personality. Okay. And I truly feel like, you know, she would just, she's nice. Okay. Who would you make disappear? Warner. Okay. Why? I feel like he's shady and he will do anything to get what he wants. He seems like super selfish and he seems like someone that I would not be compatible with. I would hate to live with him. There was one scene where he was like, do do what you have to do to get what you want. And I was just like, oh, gross. So that's, that was my reasoning. Okay. So mine was, for some reason throughout this whole piece, I thought that Warner was Luke Wilson. So I want you to keep in mind that because I'll have to probably backpedal a little bit here. But for date, I chose Vivian. Not because of her personality. Not because she's a B, but she's loyal. Um, 
I really honestly just chose it because I kind of think she's a babe. When I was growing up, I always liked girls with permanent bitch face. And she definitely has permanent bitch face. The RBF? Yeah, RBF. I always kind of had a little bit of a crush on Selma Blair. I can't remember what other movie she... I, I want to say she was in some sort of superhero movie. I just think she's a babe in a bitchy RBF kind of way. It's a lot of B words. A lot of editing to do later on. Air horn. I would go ahead and marry Warner, who I thought was Luke Wilson, because he was Luke Wilson, and he was a really nice guy. Now he's not, so now you would marry Warner. You now would marry I, Pooh Bear. I guess I have to marry Pooh Bear. That guy sucks, so I would be miserable for the rest of my life. And then I would definitely kill Mr. Callahan, because he sucks. He's a womanizer. He would be a me tooer in this age, I feel like. Mm. Touching lots of... Uh, studious females in inappropriate ways and he would get called out for it and hopefully lose his job so i hate that guy yeah still want to marry him no i don't that's right that's right can i change my mind absolutely so i'm gonna switch mine up a little bit here you're gonna <laughs> retroactively <laughs> switch it out yeah am i allowed to do that sure okay so i change i'm gonna i'm gonna flip flop it i'll okay. date warner and i'll make disappear forever mr callahan okay i would still marry vivian okay Sounds yeah. good. Vivian Kensington. That works for me. What did we learn here? Don't judge a book by its cover. Oh, okay. Did you say the same thing? No, I said never judge a blonde by her cover, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you explain mm. your reason and I'll explain mine. It's probably going to be the same. Um, So just seeing Elle, um, you naturally think she's a little bit ditzy, is not very intelligent, um, but she's completely opposite of that. She's super intelligent. She's smart. She's confident. Very sharp. She's very sharp. So that's why I put don't judge a book by a, its cover. Yeah. Sometimes in life you, you see somebody that likes a certain type of music or even likes a certain type of movie or, you know, dresses a certain way. And it's very easy to put them into a box. But I find that people are so much more nuanced than and, you know, their stereotypes that have you believe. So I think it's important when meeting somebody, never judge a book by its cover. Always, you know, dig deeper because there is something there. I mean, people are interesting. People are awesome. It was just a great reminder of that. When I was younger, I, I definitely saw this movie as like, oh, it's the blonde that goes to school and does the case and everything's great. But watching this movie again, like I said earlier, it's... It's so much more than that, guys. It's it's um it's a it's, it's a beautiful it's a redemption story. <laughs> it's a beautiful disaster. It's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, it's it's a great story. Elwood is I'm pro Elwood. Mm. Do you have a one word review? Pooh Bear. Ugh. How is that? Re what is that reviewing? What is it saying? What are you communicating with that? This movie. <laughs> this movie is like Pooh Bear. It likes honey. <laughs> Rewind. Let me have a new no, one. No, I didn't, you're not I didn't getting actually out, think about this. You're not, getting out of, you're not getting out of this. One word without thinking about this movie. Go. Bruiser. Bruiser? You're just <laughs> naming different things from the movie. Okay, let's try one more time. No, we're, I'm not <laughs> I'm editing going any one more of time. this out. Yes, you Go are. Ahead. No, I'm not. All right. Sparkles. Okay. That is my one word review. So we're going to erase everything before that. Nope. And if it's not erased, you, you listeners out there will erase it in your mind. <laughs> okay. There are sparkles from the beginning to the end. 
Okay. Can you give me like a like a deeper meaning to sparkles? So in her video to Harvard, she's wearing three different bathing suits, a green, a blue and a pink. And they all have sparkles on them. No, that's what I that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm explaining to you what sparkles mean. No, I, I mean, like, like her personality is like sparkly. It's like, well, is that your is that what you're trying to review? Yeah, or are you I'm trying let me to review it. I'm, I'm projecting it on you. Go yeah, ahead. Let me let me care on so she's wearing those three different bathing suits in her in her video and naturally she shines through the video right i think when when the when all those guys are on the table are watching it the professors the, all the professors they read her stats and her scores she qualified so they're looking at the numbers they're looking at the facts like this person qualifies this person got into harvard um and then you look at the video and you're like it just doesn't match up. And so I would say Sparkles is great because she's just shiny. Very well said. Um, my, so, Matt, what is your one word review of this movie? My word is delightful. I just felt like the character of Elle Woods, she's delightful. And you know what? I would want to be her friend. I would want to have somebody like that in my life. Honestly, she kind of reminds me of you. Um, pack that, please. Um, I wouldn't compare myself, but I would love to. I just know feel a like more. I just feel like she's you know she's got a she's got a pep in her step in the same way that you do, which is something that I definitely don't have. And so when you wake up and I see you and you go, "Good morning, sunshine," I say to myself, "That's what I need." Even if I'm not feeling like sunshine, that's the kind of uh, the pep in the step that I need. And so. You know, Aww. I think, yeah, that's why that's I like so Elle Woods. Sweet. Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> so I got some fun facts here on Legally Blonde. Elle was named after the magazine. The film was based on the book of the same name by Amanda Brown, who spent her time at Stanford Law School reading copies of Elle and writing a bunch of letters back home detailing the classmates to whom she didn't relate. Brown later made a manuscript based on those letters and sent it to an agent who was initially drawn to it because it was the only manuscript written on pink paper. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And that made it into the movie. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Another fun fact from Legally Blonde was the toilet paper vote was real too. So L sorority group voted against the switch from Charmin to generic and that actually came from her time in the sorority. So this was actually real life in a sorority and then they just mirrored it in the movie. Wow. Can I just say that I vote no chafing as well? Another fun fact, Reese Witherspoon studied sorority behavior to prepare for her role. So she went into sororities um, to really get the fit of how do how do these people act and how, what do they say and all of that, just so that she could be super natural um, in her role in this movie. Wow. So Matt, what would you rate this on a scale of one to 10? I would give this, um, are you talking about potatoes? Yes, sir. <laughs> I would give this, let me think here. I'm going to give this eight potatoes. Eight potatoes. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah, that's pretty was, high up there. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was fun. And you know, the whole courtroom scene at the end where she busts the case wide open. It's great. I agree. I totally What about agree. you? I'd probably give this a 10. A lot of just history watching this movie with different friends and my sister and, 
you know, there's a lot of history with it. And also, it's just a great movie. I love mm-hmm. the movie. So it, I would give it a 10 tornadoes. It was a joy watching. I can't wait till next week when we watch our, our next movie, which will be The Truman Show. Yeah, and by the way, just so everybody knows, I did make it <laughs> I did make a Twitter for us. For us? Yeah, for no texting during the movie. It is at Tori Stop Texting. Ooh, <laughs> that's good. You can find us at Tori Stop Texting. <laughs> I love that. I didn't tell you about that until just right now. Have you tweeted yet? No. Oh okay. I'll probably tweet this episode out. What are you gonna tweet? Listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this awful episode. Rude. (laughs) Well, that just about wraps everything up tonight. Thanks for listening to No Texting During the Movie. Whether you're a tornado or a potato, it's It's all all ketchup ketchup at the end end of the the day, day, baby. baby.